To our new passengers, aloha and welcome. As you board, please move across your car to make room for everyone, and kindly offer available seating to those needing special assistance. The show will begin momentarily. Thank you. Please stand clear of the podcaster. Por favor, manténganse alejado del David. Welcome to Dave's Disney View podcast, provided on our own version of the information highway in the sky. For those of you standing, please hold onto the handrails throughout our journey and stay clear of the doors. For the comfort of others, no smoking, please. Thank you. Dave's Disney View is a look at the Walt Disney World Resort and sometimes beyond, as seen through the eyes of Dave, a frequent visitor, a one-time cast member, and an engineer who simply enjoys the magic and wonder of it all. Now, please keep your party together and put on your virtual mouse ears. And by all means, enjoy the show. Hey everyone, it's Dave. Welcome to another edition of Dave's Disney View Podcast. As you may recall, in the last podcast, I was talking about Euro Disney and what's now known as Disneyland Paris. And I talked about my experience going to the park and kind of enjoying myself throughout the uh, time I was there for about a week or so. So one of the really cool things about being at Disneyland Paris or Euro Disney at that point in time was the simple fact that I got a chance to experience things in much more, much greater detail than I think most people would today. There's so much more activity and things that you can do, and there's so many things that are going on around the area that I think you could really uh, kind of get lost in it and just really enjoy the park and kind of take an attraction once. But being there for that period of time and not having a lot of other things to do, one of the things I got to do was kind of explore and kind of get some of the behind-the-scenes feeling. I got to look in every nook and cranny. I got to listen to the windows where people were talking. I picked up the phones and did different things and really experienced it in a way that I think most people kind of overlook. I've been on other podcasts where we've talked about some of the things that are kind of the overlooked things at Disneyland or Disney World. Certainly Disneyland Paris has those as well. But I had an opportunity to take in a lot of those things, to look at the fact that the lake was shaped like the state of Florida, to look at all the hotels and explore them in some detail, to be able to kind of look into every little cranny and understand what's there and kind of see what it's doing and look at some of the construction and understand some of the construction techniques they were using and why it was so, why it was so interesting. You know, for example, when I went, the Indiana Jones ride was still under construction. So I got to see it being constructed and the work that was put into it and the detail that was going on. About six months after that attraction opened, they decided to run the entire train backwards and kind of retheme it to make it a little more interesting. But how well designed it must have been to be able to do that fairly simply without having to make a lot of wholesale changes to it. Sure, they had to change some of the scenery so you would see it from a different angle, but overall, it was pretty cool in that they thought that through and they understood how to make those changes because they'd engineered it well enough to be able to make that sort of a change. And that, to me, is one of the coolest things about it. And being able to explore that as I was looking around the parks was really pretty neat. Yeehaw! I'm back in the saddle again. Salut les gars! Leur chanson résonne dans le matin clair. Car dans l'ouest, la vie est assez simple. 
sous le ciel du pays du Legends of the Wild West show, which was the one where there was a lot of uh, French-speaking people doing a Wild West interpretation, and it was kind of interesting in a way. Um, the fascination that the French have with the Wild West, I, I don't really understand, but I can accept it. I mean, I'm fine with it. It's you know That's totally cool. I'm good with it. It just was kind of interesting to see that uh, firsthand. So at the time, you know, the reason we got this tremendous deal was the fact that there was the numbers were sagging and there weren't as many people going to the parks as they had predicted. You know, I think Disney was looking for maybe 60,000 visitors a day. At 25,000 a day, it really wasn't uh, the success they had hoped for. Uh, they had poured a lot of money into it. The French government had poured a lot of money into it. But because of the relatively weak dollar at the time, the French were able to come to the United States and take a vacation and go to uh, Disney World if they wanted to and really have a vacation out of it and spend money there instead of going to Euro Disney for, say, a day or two. And Disney had trouble promoting their hotels and getting people to stay there and, you know, staying overnight. Uh, on the back of the guide maps, there was always, you know, hotels are available. You can stay in the heart of the magic tonight and trying to get people just to spend one night and stay over and, you know, spend a little bit more money than going back. Uh, so that's where this, this idea came from to invite cast members from around the world to come and take advantage of it and really enjoy it. But there was one attraction that really stood out to me while I was there. And that would be Phantom Manor, which is roughly the equivalent to the Haunted Mansion, but yet it's so much more. Um, I love the storyline. It's just really cool. Um, I just, I, I really, I really enjoy that. I mean, I went, I, like I said, I probably went on it ten times. And I really enjoyed seeing it each time because it was so much detail and so many things that were happening there. The thing about the uh, Walt Disney World one at the time, you know, from the time it opened in 1971 until the time they refurbished it in, what was that, about 2000 and three or four when they started adding some new features and elements to it, you know, it really, it kind of lacked a cohesive storyline. There was different storylines that you could be told about what the story was and how it was working. And yeah, I know they've changed that since then, but it, it was kind of lacking that overall storyline, which one was right. It kind of left you to the, left it to your own imagination. In this case, they were telling you what the storyline was. They followed the storyline and they went through it very specifically and they told you all about it. It was so cleverly done. I really enjoyed just kind of going along and watching, watching the show develop and you know, seeing all of the things that happened. Even some of the sound effects and some of the special effects they did were pretty cool. They, they really made it feel like it was something really unusual, you know, like it was a really special attraction, like there was something else happening there. And I remember talking to some people around me in the line, and they were just like, this is really cool, very cleverly done, because Disney had never done anything like that before. Uh, in terms of the Haunted Mansion experience. So Phantom Manor was really something that was worth seeing and absolutely um, unusual and different and uh, really pretty remarkable. It was a fascinating ride that really looked at the macabre and really was kind of interesting. And the thing that really intrigued me the most was the original 
recording that they had in there included Vincent Price speaking in English, talking about the mansion. And I thought it was really, really cool. And since Vincent Price was an old-time actor who was closely identified with that type of genre in movies, it was a really nice touch. And of course, uh, Mr. Price died a few years after the park opened, and you no longer hear his voice uh, throughout the attraction. I think there's a few places where you still hear it, but for the most part, it's not there anymore. And then there was a French woman who came in and did the rough equivalent translation into French. And it was really, really cool. And it made the, made the experience that much better, especially for someone who'd seen a lot of Price's movies and you know, having been able to ride the attraction many times while I was there, I thought it was really kind of cool. And I wanted to play for you the audio from the Vincent Price version of the attraction. So here it is in all its resplendent glory. Hinges creak in doorless chambers, where strange and frightening sounds echo through the halls, where candlelights flicker though the air is deathly still. This is Phantom Manor. Welcome, curious friends. You may not believe it, but beauty once lived in this house. And beauty lives here still. Show yourself. Lovely, isn't she?
come. I have more beauty to show you. Our tour begins here, in this gallery, where you gaze upon the sweet innocence of youth. Ah, but things are not always as they seem. Can it be this room is actually stretching? And notice this. This chamber has no windows and no doors, which offers you this chilling challenge to find a way out. I didn't mean to frighten you. Come, let us continue our tour. There is much to see, so look alive and stay together. I'd hate to lose you so soon. As you travel past these priceless works of art, perhaps you sense a disquieting metamorphosis. Of course, it's only a trick of the light. The real beauty of this house awaits us farther on. There's a party in her honor, and she'll just die if we're late. And now, curious souls, a carriage approaches to take you to the party and beyond. I leave you now, but I'll be waiting for you on the other side. Have a frightful Warlocks and witches, answer this call. Your presence is wanted at this ghostly ball. De douze coups de minuit, au matin sonante, nous valserons ensemble, macabre débutante. Join now the spirits in nuptial doom. A ravishing bride, a vanishing groom.
The dead oak tree. Spooks so bright for the midnight sleep. Creepy creeps with eerie eyes. Start to shriek and harmonize. Then pretty ghosts come up to socialize. When you hear the knell of a requiem bell, we're ghosting, we're spirits well. Restless bones, eerie
Well, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I really did enjoy the uh, Vincent Price version of the uh, Phantom Manor at Disneyland Paris, and uh, I hope you enjoyed hearing it. But that's it for this week, and remember, if we can dream it, we really can do it. Bye now. From all of us, thanks for taking a listen to the podcast today. If you're standing, please hold onto the handrails and stay clear of the doors until the show stops completely and the doors open. Ladies and gentlemen, please collect your personal belongings, watch your head and step, and take small children by the hand. As this concludes our journey, we hope that you enjoyed the show and that you drive home safely. Our thanks go to Doug at geekacres.net for his contributions to the show. And also to Craig for the original music you hear on the show. You can find Craig's music over at ReverbNation.com slash sound a if you have questions comments or thoughts about the show please feel free to contact dave at dave's disney view at gmail.com show notes and links to other great content on the web can be found at disneypodcast.net now i will raise the safety bar and a podcaster will follow you home Ha 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 